Hey everyone, hey Bruce. Hey my boots. You need to be on your phone, I think, to be able to host. Hey, Artemisia. How are you? Hey, I'm good, thanks. I'm just um, sending out a tweet right now, composing the tweet to share with share the space. I'll be one second. Fantastic. Welcome. Hey, Bruce. How are you, Skiba? And Tanya, I think you have to be on your, I think you have to be using Twitter from your phone. At least I've um, invited you to co-host. Uh, let's see. Let's see where this... Did that bring you up? Okay. You are connecting now. Hey, Sayotas. Good to see you again. Hey, Evan. Hi. How are you? <coughs> hey, Bruce. Tanya, are you up Hello. on the stage? I'm up. Hello, everyone. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thank you for having me. I'm very happy to be here. It's great to have you on as sort of a first official uh, co-host. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. Although Maboots has chipped in, a bunch of other folks have chipped in. But um, yeah, welcome everyone to Art Hour Episode 2. Um, <clears throat> the show's called Art Hour. Uh, we have a special guest today, Artemisia. She is from Rug Radio. Um, she's going to talk to us a bit about her origin story and her experience with Rug Radio. She's now working on the um, rewards program. And she just got back from a retreat with other members of the team in California. Um, <clears throat> so uh, just a couple kind of disclaimers to get out of the way. You know, these are, um, these are important. It really is important. We're not giving legal advice here on the space. We're not giving financial advice. Um, Rug Radio, RDAO, all the tokens involved. They're serious things. Um, you should definitely do your own research. You should assume that, uh, you know, I personally, I own Genesis Rug NFTs. I own Rug Token. I own RDAO. You should assume that everyone sort of has some amount of that or has, um, you know, as you listen to folks, you should really think about what they own and, and what the incentives are there. But I'm very upfront that I own Rug, rug, pro, rug Tokens. 
um, and you should not rely on me or anyone else really for financial or legal advice. I really do mean that around here. Um, <clears throat> new this week is we're now syndicated. So uh, just put us up on Spotify, Amazon. Um, we're probably going to do Google, Stitcher, kind of some others later on. But um, if you do come up on stage, you know, we are going to syndicate this episode out to those platforms. So if you want to think of the show just like traditional radio where you can just listen, then that's fine. If you do want to come up and participate, then you're agreeing that, uh, you know, we're going to syndicate your uh, whatever you say, your content um, throughout the platform. So uh, big shout out to Patrick uh, Wagner. <clears throat> it took me about 30 minutes to get the syndication st- uh, set up. And then I had the first two episodes up already. So I just uploaded um, the second episode with Golden. Uh, you should be able to find that on Spotify um, or Amazon Music. If you can't, uh, send me any, uh, send me a DM. Uh, but it's under the name Rug, uh, Rug Dow Hour. Um, okay, so we've got a great show uh, this week. Um, I want to thank uh, Golden Crypto for coming on last week and for helping me throughout the week. I also want to shout out Wagon Wendy. She um, sent me a DM, I think, on Twitter and offered to write a profile of Normandy Whale, who's a rug radio creator. And so she got that posted up on Substack. She did some Twitter marketing. And um, she just kind of showed up and said, hey, you know, I've got this. I'd like to publish it. And that was that was music to my ears. So shout out to Wendy. If you have any ideas, if you want to contribute through writing or editing or whatever, uh, reach out uh, to this account here, um, Rug Radio Rag. Send us a DM. Um, we'll take all the help we can get. Um, shout out also to Normandy Whale. <clears throat> he publishes a Substack. He is a, a Rug Radio creator who creates in the French language. Um, does a lot of education and information. He's working really hard. That's um, is a great um, profile there. Um, thanks to Maboots, thanks to Sayotos, thanks to Bruce, thanks to everyone who's showing up, and especially thank you to um, Tanya Nicole, who was up on stage as co-host with me. She helped me out this week, helped out the show by kind of prepping for an interview with Artemisia. Um, so yeah, without any delay, let's sort of get into that. Tanya, can you, are you up on stage? I'm here, Hello. Okay, so um, again, I'm very happy to be here, especially since I'll be talking a bit to Artemisia. Um, I know Artemisia from the Rock Radio, and you know I've been part of the testing team for the new reward system. And Artemisia has just returned from Camp to Crypt, and I was just wondering uh, whether... Tanya, uh, I think we lost you. Can you hear me? I, I, I can hear you now. I, I can hear you now. Did you completely lose me? Did you hear anything I said? Uh, just I lost you for the last five, ten seconds, but I heard most of it, I think. Oh. Okay, so yeah, I thought that Artemisia could share a little bit about Come to Crip, because she's just returned from her trip, and she met some Rock Radio members, and... You know, I think it was very interesting to hear some experiences and what was going on there. 
Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's really great to be talking to you guys. And I love seeing you in the discord like every single day. We work really hard. All of us. I know you guys are working really hard to make the project really in the community really awesome. And it's been showing too. Like the community and the team working together has really been boosting um, all of us. And, you know, that's partly why I'm doing the rewards program to make sure that you guys are getting, you know, the value that you're putting in. Um, yeah. So uh, there, there's a little bit of like background noise, I think, Tanya, do you want to, maybe you could mute. It's okay. So, um, so yeah, I was at Camp to Crib last week. It was amazing. First of all, it was really great to see the guys. Um, uh, I was there with Farouk and Vanessa, his girlfriend, who is also incredibly wonderful. I've been hoping to meet her for a while and wanting to because she just looked really nice. And she's, you know, she's one of us and she really is wonderful. And I hope, you know, I hope the community gets to know more of her if she, you know, as she wants to. Um, and then Loxley and Mike are just amazing. Um, I met Mike's partner. He's uh, like incredible, an incredible human being. Like, it's just great to meet, you know, the people with the like behind the scenes with our teammates really incredible and then um camp to crypt was amazing we were all on panels Farouk was also um the um what's what's the word i'm sorry i'm really tired today <laughs> i just got done i just got back from traveling like late last night and was not able to sleep the night before because i just didn't have time um because i had to leave for the flight at like 3 a.m so i like just slept on the flights uh, and then I have so much work to do today. Um, yeah, so I don't, what's the word? Panel, like, moderator for the for the panel. So if Roke was a moderator, we were also on a bunch of different panels. I was on the storytelling panel with my Lore Play co-host. Lore Play is a show that I run on, um, on the Rug Radio platform. And my co-host is Jason Michael Primrose, author of, and, you know, also creator of the project named in the book with a book and a project called lost children of Andromeda. And it's really amazing. He's incredible. So we were on a panel and Loxley and Mike were on a panel and, um, Froke was, um, the moderator for a panel. And we also were interviewed by the decrypt media, um, journalists are doing a write up on rug radio. Um, I was interviewed, uh, on video with, um, Jason Nelson and, um, also, going to be in the rewards program is going to be in that the write-up by Sander so it's really exciting it's just great to be meeting everybody being in the community um getting um that the word out about rug radio and then Camp Decrypt was wonderful too we had um stayed in the beautiful 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 Napa um town of Yountville where we stayed at the vintage house in uh, Villaggio and we had our own little house that we all kind of congregated in for the event and um, happy hour and lunch and everything. And it was just wonderful. And I really recommend it if you guys can make it to one in the future. Now that, sound, that sounds like you had a really amazing, inspiring time. And um, did you... Um, meet like how many meet people did you actually meet from rug radio and were you able to to work on rug radio while you were there and did you get any any news 
Yeah. So actually I was at Web3 Expo in Vegas and went to Camp Decrypt. At Camp Decrypt, it was just um, Jason and myself, plus Loxley, Mike, and um, Farouk. It was actually a really small event, invite only. And um, I think there were maybe just 100 people there. Um, but we really showed up and we were able to be on panels and speaking and everybody got to hear about Rug Radio. And then I was at Web3 Expo and um, I met community members and hosts, including um, um, Zach from Zach Radio and Moon Safari uh, from the One of One show, which is starting tomorrow. And actually, I'm going to be on that one, too, with uh, Aaron who is um, an artist and host in our in our community? Um, let me see. Oh, and I no. I okay. So I met some other friends and stuff, but they weren't with Rug Radio. Um, yeah. So it, yeah, it's just amazing to go to these conferences and meet you know my friends that I've been talking to every day for the past year and a half. Highly recommend conferences if you can go. And you know, um, you know, I know that you have you are now full time in Web three, and. I think, uh, you know, it would be very interesting to know a little bit about your journey, how it started. I know you started off as a moderator with Rug Radio, and I believe you were in the space, you know, long before that. And I think you have a very inspiring journey um, in the space, and it would be nice to hear, you know, how it all started and to give us a bit of a an overview of your journey through, through this, um, you know, to where you got to now. Thank you. Yeah. So I would love to share this because I know that a lot of people want to be full-time in Web3 and it's it's really rewarding. It's really worth it. And, um, you know, I don't recommend necessarily focusing on trading, um, but rather on giving value. And that's how I ended up, you know, pretty easily finding positions and, um, you know, being more successful than I've ever been even in Web2 because I love the async nature of it. I love, I love the people that work in web three. It's just the most incredible, most, you know, most inspiring and really awesome people. So you get, you get to work with the best people. Um, I started out last year in June, I minted a project based on storytelling because um, I'm a writer and I've been writing a project. I've been writing a book for about um, a series for about the, for the last 10 years. And I wanted to bring it into web three. I didn't, I didn't want to publish it on web two. I just didn't feel like that was going to be a good solution for it. So I had been searching for alternative ways to publish for the past couple of years, a few years. And finally, when I found web three, I'm like, okay, this is it. So um, I just dove in and I brought all my skills to the table and I just shared them freely, um, focusing on giving value to the projects I'm in and um, just showing what I can do and the value that I can give. And without expectation, without self-promotion, really just doing the thing, you know, Um, and the doing speaks for itself. Um, when I was and th- and that's exactly how I was hired to be a moderator in rug radio. Uh, I just did the thing. And, um, so somebody on a project that I was on and I'm still on, I'm the writer for the, the manga for, um, cyber gang, which is on Solana. Um, so the person who somebody who was on the, that team was also connected to rug radio. And when they were searching for, they're asking everybody who's going to be a good mod who can we trust? Who's going to do a good job, et cetera, et cetera. I was the first person, one of the people that, you know, this person thought of. 
so you know it's like when you do the work people and you give the value and you're consistent and reliable and trustworthy and have a good attitude and treat people well um you know it shows and you know being reliable and trustworthy in the space is the hard part because you know anyone can drop off at any moment and there's nothing you can do about it so doing a good job and being reliable showing up every day to do it those kinds of things are going to make you stand out um so i can't i can't i can't um express that enough like i um also in so i was mod for eight months but i also just did i just modded i didn't um uh, I like almost never, I don't think I really ever like shared my background or what I'm working on really, um, outside of rug radio to the, t- to the community. Cause I didn't really see, I didn't want it to be necessarily a platform for myself. Um, my focus wasn't on promoting myself. It was on doing my job as a moderator. And that was enough for me to, um, make friends and of course if they're friends you know they follow me on twitter and we talk every day and we're like you know friends of course of course then they're going to get to know what i'm doing and those are the kinds of people i want involved in like knowing anyway so um so yeah if that's how i got involved with rug radio i was a mod for eight months and then they said they wanted utility and um you know they had said that before but like you know i have i had been working on um a model that i've implemented in several other projects very successfully and it was something that was going to work really well for for rug radio. So they asked for it. And I'm like, okay, well, guys, here's this thing that I do. Um, you know, you might not realize that I do have more going for me in the space than just being a mod. <laughs> like I'm a writer and a um, decentralized marketing and business development professional. I have before Web3, I was a Web2 agency, um, digital agency, digital marketing agency founder, Um but yeah, so like just focusing on doing the work and doing a good job and being reliable and connecting with people is just really the way to go. And it worked. That's what worked for me. And I can recommend it to anybody. That's great. And uh, what would you recommend? I mean, there are so, as you said, you know, there are so many people and I hear it every day, people leaving their jobs, uh, people wanting to find, you know, a way in the web uh three space or nft um you know how how do you see someone joining rug radio and maybe in a in a nutshell you can tell us a little bit you know how, how an easy way to join rug radio a little bit about the, the the program and and the things that you have planned and how can you see what kind of advice would you give to someone trying to find their way through rug radio. Yeah, absolutely. So um, one of the things for me is that I, um, I don't get all of my income from rug, rug radio. I actually am invo- involved with several projects doing different things and I get um, compensated at varying, you know, for, for, for the different things that I do. So, and I would, I would suggest that anybody take that approach. Don't, don't like, don't come to rug radio thinking you're going to get like, um, you know, your, all your income from that. Uh, from being involved with that. But what it can do is um, you network and people like, for example, I got a job because I um, am connected with the world of women community and I just, I go in there and I write stories and then someone's like, we need a writer for this other project. And there I was like, Oh, I'm interested. And so I was hired to write for this other project. And now I start out writing 
but they're like, oh, you do a really great job. You have all these other skills. We want you to also go do more for us in more capacity, more, more capacities. So um, that's, the, that's the advice that I would give to anybody is, you know, do what you love to do, do it really well, show the value. And you can do that in rug radio too. And to focus too, not just on, you know, trying to earn rug or get on the team, which is also very much a possibility. Um, but also on the community members, horizontal connections are extremely important. Um, the people that you meet in the community are really, really important. So, you know, um, just do what you do and, you'll get those, you'll get those opportunities. And it might not come from like from the core team because we have a specific, we have specific things that we look for that we need. And there might be multiple people that are qualified for that position. Although we will hire from within our community where if there's somebody qualified, we won't, we're not going to go out and like search other people. It's like, we are very much about hiring within, especially the people that know rug radio are passionate about rug radio and are, are as passionate as we are about rail radio and building together. Um, so some specific things that are opportunities are becoming a rug radio host and growing your audience and showing what you do and what you're interested in and what your expertise is growing your audience and becoming known as a thought leader and expert in what you do. Um, this will help you, um, you know, just advance your name and people's knowledge of you so that when people are interested in finding somebody that does what you do, they think of you. Uh, you also will be, um, all the hosts, one of the things is that you will be distributed rug token for being a host. Um, also, you know, um, I can't legally speak on that as a, you know, form of compensation. Those are, that's a reward utility token for within our ecosystem. Um, but hopefully being part of the ecosystem will be rewarding rewarding in other ways and you know hopefully that that um that value that you accrue from being active in the ecosystem can be um converted in some way outside of um outside of the ecosystem so i can't speak to that um you know specifically because it's you know not um i think legal but um yeah so being a creator um, being part of our rewards program. We're also right now, we're just um, starting the voting process on doing a prop house, which means that like, if you want to build something in the ecosystem, you can get money to do that. USDC or ETH specifically, like not even rug token, but like actual income or, um, you know, grant money for that. So that's another way. Um, yeah. So I know, for example, um, Rye Guy has been working on the, um, uh, newsletter for a long time and well no he's been working on the town hall notes and he's turning it into a newsletter and so you know just finding ways in which to give value um, that maybe nobody else is doing yet um, is a great way to and doing that consistently showing that you're reliable that you have value that, I mean that you're giving tr real value and that you're not just going to flake one week and not do it this other week or just kind of like do a half-assed job this week but do a great job the next week like you know, showing the consistency and quality of your work um, is really important. So, yeah, so that's how, you know, we got Rye Guy into um, on the team actually doing the newsletter. So those are ways to do it as well. And there will be more ways as we, as a community, as the project grows, um, we are building the foundational layers right now and we build on those. 
So every, and, and also too, just think about what you think would be an amazing thing and like write a proposal for it and you can get, and if the community is like, yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, obviously you would write your compensation into the proposal. Like no one's asking you to do it for free. Right. Um, so that's an important thing to remember is that the, um, the, the Dow treasury is for the community to build on the build in the ecosystem. Um, so you, if you have the idea, an idea for an app um, that could be a source of revenue for yourself and for the DAO, like definitely come in um, or some kind of utility or um, anything like just, you know, bring it to the DAO uh, community and, you know, make a proposal. So those are some some ideas. I, th I think that, you know, generally speaking in, in, in life, um you know, if you really love something and have passion for something, you can you can follow that through and you can succeed. You know, whatever whatever you really are passionate for, and I think, you know, you have a lot of passion for what you're doing, and you know, for the space and Web three and and I think that uh, what I really um, love about Rock Radio about, you know, their new, uh, this reward system, I'm coming back to that, is that, you know, Rug Radio is, I think, the first um, project where, you know, members are actually, you know, people are, are uh, you know, using Twitter all the time and, you know, all the activity that even I do or, all the other members of the community do the tweeting and, and, you know, promoting it, it has a value and it's super important. And, you know, rug radio is appreciating this and, and, uh, you know, rewarding community members for doing what they will be doing anyway, probably every day. So, and it's, it's a great way to, to start you know, to connect with the community and to be more involved and to get to know people, as you said, and uh, find find a way because there are so many different um, ways of, of, you know, so many different things you can do, like uh, art, writing, uh, marketing. And, um, yeah, so makes sense what you say. Um, so, and... Hey. Yeah. Can I jump mm -hmm. in, Tanya, real quick? I, I know you've been traveling and it's Saturday, um, so I don't want to feel like you have to stay here the whole time. But I wanted to get a chance to ask you before you leave, what's what's it like working with this particular team of Rug Radio folks that you were just at Camp Decrypt with? Well, you know, thank you for asking. I, I love this question because um, I've worked on a lot of teams and a lot of companies, a lot of projects and stuff in the past. And, um, you know, I have I'm really sensitive to drama and to people with like kind of like um, kind of toxic personalities. I just I, I won't waste my time. I, I'm not going to subject myself I like a limit. I'm very parsimonious with my time as a human being. Like It's like one of the things. Um, I'm really strict about is that I don't like my time to be wasted or abused or, um, or, you know, I guess like sullied with like toxic crap. And one of the reasons I've been able to stay at, um, rug radio and with great pleasure is that everyone on the team is just like fucking awesome. And I, and I say that, um, 
more and more each week. Each week I get more bullish. The more I get to know them, the more I adore them. Um, and they're so professional. Everybody does such a great job. And one of the cool things I love about it is that it's a very horizontal structure. There's like not about a lot of hierarchy people like considered to have more authority or, um, or breathing down your neck and micromanaging you. Like, um, I don't need a manager. I don't want to manage anybody. Like, I don't even want to work with somebody that needs to be managed. Like if somebody needs to be managed, like, I don't even want to work with them. Like I like, I'm very, I feel very strongly about personal sovereignty, like, and that comes with responsibility. So I like working with fully responsible people, um, who are competent and do the job that they're, they are, they've been hired to do. Um, so, and that's what everybody on the team is. Um, uh, they, like, I get to do my job. Um, I just do it every day. I do it when I want to do it. I do how I want, I do it how I want to do it. And it, it works. So I don't need to be managed. Um, and you know, I work with people who don't need to be managed. And I think that's the ideal and everyone is really awesome. We've got headache like a pillow in here. He's been my co-mod for the past like 10 months. Um, an amazing, amazing individual. Um, I, I adore you. I don't know your real name. You're not doxxed to me, but I adore you. <laughs> um, yeah. And also Aaron, um, who is life with art, the mods are amazing. I also love the community. Like I love the community. Um, sometimes there's a lot of FUD in there, but it's like, you know, I understand it's like, we're everybody's anxious about the about the um the market and it's like you know it's like come on you guys come on come on come on we need like you know we need help right um and we get that and that's when we just buckle down and work harder so that now like things like right now can happen which is you know everything is pumping um even in the whole crypto market but even before that so like everything's kind of pumping today um eth is up 14 percent, i saw or more or something like that um but even before that like last week um, and the week before, um, rug token pumped. Um, oh, I can't speak about that. I mean, I don't recognize that legally. Like I don't recognize, I have no affiliation with anything like that, but anyway, so, um, yeah, also the floor for the Genesis NFT is up, which is really amazing to see. It means that the value of the ecosystem is rising in people's, in, in people's um, perception, which is, and it is, that's what we're building towards. So like three months ago, we had a ton of FUD in our server because the market is crap. And we're like, you know, people aren't seeing what they want to see. And we're like, yeah, we get it. So we just work harder. Um, and so I, I go, I love going into the, um, into the, uh, discord server every day I'm in there all day long every day talking to people and I love it so I mean it's just kind of a dream come true actually and I can tell you that from behind the scenes people are even like more amazing than you would think which is you know you usually it's like behind the scenes it's a mess and they're trying to just cover it all up and that's not the case we I think like I can speak for everybody that we're all super happy with the project, with the team, with each other, and we all work really hard and and it's showing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I can just speak to that the last three weeks I've had on rug core team members. They've all come on on a Saturday, 4 PM Eastern. No reason they should, but they all did, including you. 
So thank you. Thank you very much, Artemisia. Um, is there anything else you want to throw in, Ab, before we kind of switch gears? Um, I guess if anybody has any questions, um, Tanya, or you guys can, Tanya, if you have any questions, or if um, anybody wants to tweet a question, I'll check it out here. I can see what if you guys want to at me, mention me, or something like that. I'm happy to answer questions. I will just have a quick look because we have some questions from some colleagues. Sure. Um, yeah. Okay. Let me read you a, a question from Mubotis. Um, he's asking, um, "What do you? Uh, what would you like to be able to say in six months' time about your work within Rug Radio?" That's a great question. So I'm really passionate about um, horizontal systems. I'm reading a book called Radical Enterprise right now, which is all about how non-hierarchical uh, companies and corporations are actually more successful than, um, uh, you know, the typical considered like dominator hierarchy um, paradigm. Um, I'm very passionate about that. Uh, and as you know, like I believe in rewarding people who are like giving value back. I'm, I talk a lot about value. <laughs> and as you know, like the value of my time, the value of um, people, like giving value and not trying to like your relationship with value, like giving value and knowing it'll come back to you um, rather than trying to extract value. Like value is really important to me. And I recognize the value that the community gives to a project. Without people's attention, there is no project. There is no community. It's worthless. So it, it only makes sense to me that we give value to the people who are giving us value, right? It just is like such an obvious thing to me. I'm the opposite of extracting value. I'm about like, how can I give value? And it makes the most sense to me to give value to the people who are giving value, if that makes sense. Like that you know, that, that circular holistic systems thing. So I, I actually studied permaculture. I lived on a permaculture farm and like hippie commune for three years. Um, and it was a school for sustainable living skills. I learned permaculture, how to create, how to like, um, you know, live off the land, how to build buildings off of the land, how to use appropriate technology and stuff like that. And holistic systems are when, um, you create a system where, um, it cycles like, energy and value and everything cycles within the system. And so I'm very passionate about decentralized business. I, I actually like, I've been working on decentralized business um, since 2004 when I dropped out of honors college and moved to China to start uh, to try to implement a decentralized factory to kind of like emancipate women garment industry workers because you know, their value, the value of their labor was considered so low that they're very vulnerable to human trafficking. Women were and are. I mean, there's 50 million slaves in the world and most of them are women and children and most of it is for sex. Um, so I'm very passionate about developing business systems that um, reward people um, at the grassroots level, I guess you could say, um, as opposed to at the top of a hierarchy. Instead of extracting people's value um, and siphoning it up to people um, in in positions at the top of a hierarchy. I'm really interested in developing the systems um, that distribute value throughout a system, throughout the ecosystem. And I think, and I believe, and I know 
that by doing that, the ecosystem will be much, much stronger. It'll be a self kind of replicating thing where the ecosystem will grow because it's rewarding. And so that's what I'm doing with the rewards program. I'm starting with Twitter and, um, and soon Discord activity, um, but I'm not stopping there. <laughs> I, have, um, I have a vision for it and, and I'm building it with the community in collaboration with the community. I don't see myself as like, you know, even like the director or something of it. Like I see myself as kind of the one most responsible for it, but we're building it together. Um, and I hope that the community will be in collaboration with me as we develop this together. And, you know, I lend my expertise and, and, and guidance to it and I take personal responsibility for it, but I don't see it as like my thing. It's our thing. I don't, again, I don't believe in hierarchies. I don't believe anyone is higher than me. I don't believe anyone is lower than me. And I believe in implementing systems that reflect that reality. Um, and yes, I do believe in expertise and like acknowledging where people have expertise and giving them the opportunity to um, um, have a more weighted opinion on things like a scientist is going to have more of an opinion on their a more weighted opinion on um, their area of science of science that they have knowledge on. Um, but also, you know, they're going to have biases and they're going to have blind spots and it's up to the community and people to kind of like fill in where those things are, um, where there are weaknesses. Um, and so I don't expect to do this completely on my own. Um, I hope that the community collaborates with me and you guys lend your expertise and your knowledge. Um, and, um, you know, we, we build this together into something really amazing. I, I do believe that together we're more than the sum of our parts and I can have a good idea, but it's not going to be great until it's all of like more minds are working on it. I have, um, this has been my philosophy since the beginning, um, of my work in, and you know, in the, and, uh, even in web two is that when we work together, we build something much greater than any of us could do individually. Yeah. Very well said. Thank you. Thank you. Arnisha. Thank you. Arnisha. You know, I, I love what you're saying. You know, I, I will just quote that, um, uh, Patrick uh, Wagner in one of the spaces said that you are an amazing leader and I will quote you for saying everyone I meet um, has like the genius and the brilliance in their own way and everyone comes to the table with something amazing and I think that my mindset of yours is really unique the fact that you acknowledge that you know everyone has their 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 talents and their knowledge and and something that they can contribute and i think the f the community really feels that that you appreciate everyone and you treat everyone you know in this way like that they're really valuable and and personally i really appreciate that i think it's really great so thank you oh my god i'm going to cry my heart is so <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> Yeah, it really, it means, it really means everything to me. And I think, you know, I believe that, um, you know, when we acknowledge, when we allow people the space to bring their brilliance to the table, then the table grows, I guess, is how you would say it. Like, we have so much, oh, no, we have so much more to feast on, I guess. It's like, there's so much more on the table, right? 
um, in the traditional concept of the hierarchy, it's like, well, your boss knows. You don't know. You're just there to do what your boss tells you to do and your manager and their manager and their manager. And it's like this hierarchy of like, you know, you're not there to bring your brilliance. You're there to do a specific job and that's all they want and they don't want anything else from you. And I think that limits not just the person, but the team and the entire organization. So if, and, and I know this, it's, ba- it's fundamentally true to me that every single person has genius and brilliance. And if we can create systems and, and projects and ecosystems that enables people to bring their brilliance and their genius to the table, then the, the sky is the limit. We don't have a limit on how much um, we can do, how much we can grow and what we can create. And so I really want to, um, you know, contribute to the creation of those, of that kind of system in collaboration with everybody else in Rug Radio. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, let's uh, open it up. If anyone wants to jump up on stage, Bruce, you're up here. My boots. Um, headache. I don't know. Is, is, have you heard Headache's voice, Artemisia, or is Headache... Um, I have I not. Okay, We've so... been working together for like 10 months, like since end of January. Oh my gosh. Wow. That would be super cool. Nine months, is it? Is it nine months? It's nine months or 10 months or something. Don't ask me to do math. That's one thing that's definitely not my genius zone. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not going to... I'm not going to headache to come up there they are more than welcome to but no pressure bruce bruce you're up here hey <clears throat> hey artemisia uh, nice to meet you we've been chatting occasionally uh in in uh in rug radio um i was wondering kind of around the timeline with the you know and what's happening with the whole participate to earn program it's something i've always been interested in you know since the beginning we were building one ourselves uh when i was working back uh, with the company that I was with previously and always excited to see where this goes and how challenging it's been around the technology and, and what we're putting in place. So I know that's sort of a multi-loaded question, but uh, love to hear more about it and, and where we're going with it. Yeah, totally. I'm looking right now for, excuse me, the, um, the post that I did about a week ago, I think, where I shared the whole update it's going to be here, but we have so much content. Uh, Where's okay? Here we go. I found it. I'm going to um, pin it here. So this is the update. Um, it's like a full full update. Where is the? How do I pin it here? There we go. That's all the info. So we originally were going to um, work with a um, tech partner um, to then use their pro- program or their project, or like their technology, their platform, excuse me, that's the word I'm looking for. So we're originally going to work with them, but um, ultimately we decided it wasn't a good fit for us. And we ended up working with Expand. Uh, They developed a custom app for us um, and we're testing it now. We're in phase two of testing. It's going to include Twitter and Discord. And it's actually very close. Uh, the Twitter one is. There's just like one kind of issue with the Twitter API. Um, but otherwise, it should be ready very soon. And they're working on the Discord one, which wouldn't even, won't even take as much effort um, and time to develop as the Twitter one has. Um, so as soon as the entire um, current list of about 20 people have determined that there are no bugs, 
on either of them. And we're going to launch the entire thing to the, um, we launch the Twitter and Discord um, rewards program to our entire wait list of about 300 people. And then after that, we will make it open to anybody. Um, so that's where we're at with phase one of the build. So we have like this first three months, which is the only goal. The only goals are to launch Twitter and Discord rewards, plus having a really robust security and auditing system in place as well as um, develop our analytics and KPIs and uh, to have um, kind of like set up long-term management of it, like a management system with reporting and um, and accountability to the community and stuff like that. So that's the goal for the first three months. And then we have some very, very, very exciting plans for phase two, which will be probably another three months. And I don't want to speak to that yet because... Um, it's just, you know, it's, I don't want to make promises. You never know how things are going to happen. Um, I want to focus on what I'm doing now and executing on that. And then I'll work with the community to um, also develop our goals for the second phase. Like maybe you guys don't even want what I want. And so I'd really rather just build what you guys want with you than to kind of impose my ideas. If Does that answer your question? Um, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I'm, I've always been wondering, too, sort of about the relationship between the activity and the earning itself. So, and, and there's going to be earning rug, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's a correct. portion of it. Yeah, so you earn rug currently. The, the current goal right now is to have people earning rug for uh, liking, commenting, replying, and using the hashtag rug radio. I also plan to include all of the um, Twitter hosts' hashtags for their shows. Excuse me, as um, you can get rewarded for, um, like, for example, hashtag Ardow Hour is a show um, in our ecosystem. And so anybody, like, anybody who's listening to this show, the audience of this show, will be rewarded for sharing about this show. So um, Rug Radio, but also all of our creators, audiences will get rewarded. And that's the beginning of what I want to also hopefully create is um, a way for um, um, uh, our creators to support them in growing their audience and rewarding their audience, um, not just Rug Radio, but like Ardo, our, our and um, the NFT or the one like the NFT show, I think what is it called? NFT one oh one or yeah, man. um yeah. Well I mean I, I don't know if like yeah, I mean of course Farouk's people, um Farouk's audience, but like he's got such a great audience. Like he's good. <laughs> I'm more concerned <laughs> about like helping, you know, the creators like like myself even, you know, I mean I know what it like and being a creator on the platform, I know what it's going to um what it takes and how hard it is to grow an audience. And so being in that position, it's a lot easier for me to create tools that are going to help Brandigan and Tanya and are going to help Ben the Greek and are going to help, um, you know, Tessera and Teslamet um, and, you know, all these all these creators on our platform. I want to help them. I want to have this program that helps um, grow Rug Radio, also grow the audiences of our creators because our creators are also the our, our, our platform, you know, so supporting them is a big part of that, too. 
And that's that's really awesome. What I was trying to ask was like, is there a relationship like, oh, like every 10 likes or hashtags or something like that? I earn one Ardow or not one Ardow, I mean, one rug. Is there, I mean, is that predefined how that actually works? Yeah. So um, it's in the testing phase right now. Um, the tokenomic structure is something that I'm going to be working on once we have the system in place and we know how many people are engaging and what kind of engagement um really makes the most sense. I can't speak to like what we'll end up deciding because right now what I want to do is peg it to our DAO. So let's say, um, you know, if you do the maximum amount of activity in a month, you can earn, um, let's say either 600 rug or 300 rug total, or maybe 800 rug so that you get half an RDAO. And so after two months of full activity, you get an RDAO, um, and which would mean that like um, in a year, you could get six RDAO, um, even if you just have a member pass and you don't have Genesis NFT and you're not getting the rug accrual, you can still have a voice in the governance. So it's a particip- the, the big thing is it's a participate to govern program. So um, the main the kind of like pegging of the economy is RDAO. And, um, yeah, so I want people to be able to, um, to do that and that, but it's also like not certain yet how that, how we will do that. And it, and, and, and what is certain is that it will change regularly based on the market, based on activity, based on, um, a lot of different factors, uh, making it successful is not going to be something like, oh, we set the program now and it's going to be the same in five years. It's not going to be the same in five years. Um, and the community is going to have to work together also to create a solution in five years when um, there are, you know, all the art, all the rug is in the ecosystem, um, et cetera, et cetera. And um, yeah, it's, it's an internal economy and it's going to be very complicated um, and get more and more complicated over time to make sure that it works. And that's part of my role too. I actually have a lot of experience um, in education in microeconomics and macroeconomics, international political economy um, and all of that. So I have an economics background. I love economics and creating that, that system. Like I said before that, that like that system, that system of um, value flowing um, within the ecosystem that's, you know, that's a big part of my role that isn't something that I can even do yet. I can't create, I can't design that yet because there isn't, it's all hypothetical right now. We have 15, we have 20 people testing the app and that's it. And so everybody is like getting, I think, you know, one or two rug just in this initial test, but then in like a couple of days, I'm going to up that up quite, quite a bit. Um, but I don't see people earning more than like 800 um, a month at this point. So for all the activity that you might do. Got it. Well, that's great. It sounds really interesting. And it sounds like a complex challenge for you to figure out and, you know, happy to help where I can uh, as this goes forward. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's fun. It'll be, I'm really excited about the challenge. Actually. I love, I love economics. It's one of my favorite topics, subjects actually. Oh, I wrote a microeconomic analysis of the importance of royalties in Web3. Um, if anybody is interested in, uh, in reading that, it's on our, it's on our blog at rug, rug, rug.fm. 
Artemisia, could I ask you about your clone? Because I know you've you've had this PFP for a while. What um do you have like an origin story with your clone? Oh, I do. I have I don't know if you know it, but it's a great story. I like literally just won it from Claire Silver, who was offering it um to her community. She had a bunch of them. Um she had several and she wanted to just like she had been gifted a punk, which is what basically um, you know, really helped her in her career. Uh, in web three and she wanted to return the favor with a clone so she asked everybody to like submit you know why oh something about ai or how ai relates to them or what what i can't remember exactly what it was but anyway then she did a random you know like that tweet picker uh and i was chosen so i got it (laughs) wow so it was just a random tweet picker yep Wow. And did you get to pick out this purple one in particular or nope. does this one <laughs> this was the one on a, this was this was the prize and I got it. Yep. But it's perfect for me. I love it. <laughs> what uh what do you like about it? What are the traits that you kind of have come to love? Okay, yeah. So like purple is my favorite color. Um I've always had long straight hair. Um it's not so long now, but it was like I used to have it down to my butt when I was in high school because I just you know, I wasn't somebody that was like spent a lot of time on my appearance. So it would just grow. And so I just had long hair. <laughs> um, and uh, so long purple hair, it just makes a lot of sense for me. Um, and then also, I, I really like, so a robot kind of relates to me like, um, as AI, I'm an AI artist. Um, I really identify in a lot of ways as AI, because just personally, like my kind of philosophical foundation for concept of reality and self is that, um, you know, we're born in a body that's biological, um, it's a biological system, and it has kind of this raw consciousness, and it can be programmed, this raw consciousness can be programmed with anything. And uh, the, uh, the, our stories of identity, um, our concept of self, our concept of reality, our concept of um, our relationship to reality and to the other, that even the concept of other is a is a concept um, and it's a program. It's AI as far as I'm concerned. AI is like, you know, f- type of like art- quote unquote artificial intelligence, but it's like programming. And so we all have this programming that tells us who we are and what reality is in our relationship to it. And um, I'm a storyteller also. So like, I love that her her mouth has like the rainbow in it, right? And I'm like, also too, I'm not black and I don't believe in black and white. Yes or no, this or that self versus other it's like the spectrum of equally valid um and real things um and so like that's very much what a rainbow represents for me and that the fact that it's in her mouth which i'm a storyteller so it's like you know um it's about speaking and communication um and i'm a storyteller because i believe that stories are the foundation of how we create our concept of self our concept of reality like um like headache, like a pillow is in India. And if I had been born in India, no matter what my, you know, skin color was or hair color or eye color was like, I would be programmed with that, with the, with the stories of India and what, what an Indian, who an Indian is. Although skin color is another thing that's like, you know, and where, depending on where you're born, I mean, I'm going off on a whole tangent, but like, you know, depending on where you're born, you're going to have completely different programming. 
then um and it's also like but it doesn't mean it's not true it doesn't mean it's not real it's just the stories that we tell that create our reality and um so yeah that's why this clone really means a lot to me and why um even though i love world of women and i have a really awesome um wow g that i love to have as my profile picture sometimes i just am very comfortable with uh and feel very much like you know that this this clone really um kind of represents what I want to share with the world. Do we have any other questions? Yeah, amazing. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. That's really yeah, thank you. That was super interesting. Amazing. Um, yeah, I was wondering uh, one, uh, one IRL question. What do you do to rewind? What do you, can you, if you can tell us one thing which is not related to anything you do for work, not mm -hmm. related to the Web3 space, something yeah. that, that you really love? Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of hobbies. Um, I love the woods. I love the forest. I love being out in the forest. I, one of the reasons I like love the name Artemisia is that it's the botanical name for my middle name, which is Diane. Um, Diane is the Roman name for the Greek goddess Artemis and Artemisia is the botanical name for a widespread and very valuable herb called Artemisia. And, um, so I like, I, I do herbal medicine. I make, I make my own medicine. Um, I also am really interested in mycology and I have a, a, like a lab where I grow mushrooms, medicinal mushrooms, um, and uh, so I have turkey tail mushroom, um, medicine, which I actually wildcrafted. I didn't grow it. And I did grow lion's mane and I have lion's mane medicine, um, which is really good for um, neuro, neuro regeneration. And um, I have ADHD. So, um, you know, like supporting my brain and brain function and the nervous system is really important to me. Uh, I love reading fantasy books. I love reading, um, you know, nonfiction um, I love reading in general. I also love collecting books and not reading them, believing that I will read them, but then I don't. Uh, it seems to be a pretty common hobby. I hoard books, actually. Um, yeah, I love cats. So I spend a lot of time, like, you know, with my cat. I love petting cats. I love napping with cats. And, yeah, so that's kind of, like, what I do. <laughs> I don't know. I, how do you find the time to do all those things? It's incredible. You you know, really amazing how you fit all of these things in into your life. You know, the work, the 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 personal things, and I I you know when I was before um, this interview, I was searching your Twitter just to see if I can find some spaces, some articles, and I was wondering where if, if there is one space. I'm sure you must have written you know quite a few articles since you're a writer. Where can we find things that you wrote to, to learn more about you and, you know, your experiences? Is there like one place where we can search and get more info? Yeah. So I, I don't publish a lot. Um, I try to keep it, con I, I don't, I don't try to make my, what I write, like, I don't try to have like a content creation stream um, because I really want to focus on really, really concentrated quality. So uh, my blog is artemisiax.medium.com and it's in my, it's in my link tree. And um, so I have some stories there. Those stories have mostly been minted on Tezos. 
also if you want to collect them and although i know like nobody's really collecting on tezos right now i mean there are a ton of people and i love tezos but you know it's like it's it's a whole other ecosystem um and community that i'm like kind of only partially like kind of like peripherally um attached um and connected to um but yeah i I have one blog post about micro the microeconomic analysis of um, the role that royalties play in the overall function of Web3 on Rug Radio, um, on the Rug Radio blog. Yeah, so mostly my blog, though, which is in my link tree, and it's a medium.com, medium, medium blog. Mm-hmm. Great, thank you. So d- does anyone have any questions? This is the time. Hey, um, yeah, <laughs> thank you so, so much. Um, Atom, yeah, Atom is an amazing, amazing space today. Um, just beautiful to hear so many different avenues you're involved in. Um, I was really curious. I've been uh, interviewing a couple of uh, musicians recently, and it's been really interesting to hear sort of parallels between their art and um, their practice in terms of like business. And I'm, I'm very curious for you as a poet are there, there things about your sort of process as a poet having gone, you know, your practice there that you can sort of identify, um, have have transferred over into how you approach your sort of entrepreneurship? Um, that's, a, that's a really interesting question. Um, for me, poetry is often like going really deep and putting into words um something inside that uh doesn't have words necessarily um so it's a very deep process of even self-discovery like if I hadn't written that poem I might not even be aware of that kind of reality or truth inside of myself or that I'm even feeling that or believe that or think that but it's like it's deep in there but just kind of in like the world wordless void just kind of existing Um, and what's interesting is that that's the source of my poetry, but it's also the source of my conviction and passion and ideas, um, around the kind of work that I want to do with my business. Like I don't, um, I'm not just interested in, you know, creating successful business models or businesses. Right. Um, I think that that's not really honestly that difficult, like the templates are all there. Um, what's interesting to me is creating a template that isn't exploitative and isn't hierarchical and, and doesn't um, squash the human spirit. That's an interesting question for me. And it's rooted in this deep belief, like beyond words, that all humans are valuable and that we'll have a beautiful society when everyone is allowed to bring their full self to society. Um, I wrote an article uh, or wrote an essay called um, The Western Mapamundi, and it talks about um, kind of how we centralize the concept of who is valuable and what ideas are valuable. And um, it, goes much, it goes a lot deeper into that. But yeah, so from a poetic side or a business stance or... Um, my art, it all goes into that kind of deep place. It all comes from this deep place within me that's really beyond words, but needs to be expressed and made real. So it makes That is so cool to hear. That, that makes so much sense, um, that, that process of deep thinking 
And I mean, everything you've spoken today and every um, times of I've crossed paths and seen what you've done, I think your values and your ethics sort of shine through so brightly. And Patrick, I think, spoke on a previous RDAO hour about uh, sort of some advice for hosts, I believe, was you know, identify like why, why, why are you, why do you want to create this show? <laughs> like, what, what is the purpose here? And I think you know what you've spoken to there for me really connects in with that as well. Um, yeah, thank you so much. That's awesome. You're so welcome. And Patrick is another wonderful human being that I absolutely adore. Um, yeah, he's really great, and he very much mentors hosts and stuff. So if anybody's interested in, you know, having a show, definitely reach out to me. I'll help you like conce- conceptualize it. You know, help you give you an idea. I've helped that with. Um, the show Africa Unplugged, I helped um, Tess and Tesseret um, help them, you know, develop their show. And then it was accepted. So, you know, um, we're here to help. So if anybody has any questions later or, you know, um, you know, wants to have more go deeper into the discussion, like I'm always available on the Discord. And, you know, I don't do DMs, but you can always ask me questions, um, you know, on Twitter. I love talking to people on Twitter. I'm very available there thank you Artemisha is there anything else you'd like to share is there anyone who has any questions I think you know it's it's been really really super interesting everything that you've said and very inspiring I could listen to you for hours on end actually I'm gonna start diving into a few things that you read that you wrote um so anything you want to share? Because I know that you're, you know, a bit busy since you just returned from your trip. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just, I'm always down to speak. Um, if anybody wants to, I'm always having to come back here and speak on other topics. Like, I really want to spend the next year kind of communicating and sharing um, what I'm doing with Rogue Radio. And um, it's feels it feels very important to me right now to share the concept of a non-hierarchical um, ecosystem. Um, I really want to talk more about that as much as possible. So, you know, just putting it out there that if anybody's doing a show, um, if, if you have a show, if you have a space and you want to bring me on to talk about it, I'm more than happy to, you know, talk to you about that. Yeah. And let's, um, let's also give Artemisia a break here. She's been traveling. It's Saturday. I don't want to feel like, uh, I don't want you to feel like you have to stay Artemisia. We'd love to having you happy also to transition and shift to talk about other kind of road DAO stuff, road radio stuff. We had this big town hall yesterday, Friday. Um, if anyone wants to jump up on stage, share what they're thinking, uh, we're kind of open to all sort of topics. Awesome. So I'm, I am going to jump now. Um, I do have like a lot more work to do for the roads program and for rug radio and for writing for rug radio. So I'm going to jump now, but, um, Oh, hey, Farouk. Welcome. I'm just jumping off. <laughs> so great to see you. I think Farouk should jump up and <laughs> say some words. Um, yeah, to talk about Rogue Radio. Okay, I'm going to... Um, <laughs> okay, I'll stick around. I'll stick around a little bit longer. Um, yeah, I can. it can wait. I mean, I have the rest of my life to do everything, so... <laughs> yeah, well, we have... we invited you. Oh, my God. Talk about awful timing. <laughs> I come in, I'm like, no, she's gonna go. <laughs> so I just go home. Sorry, guys, it took long at the border and all that stuff. My God. It's great timing, actually, because like I was two seconds from not being 
in this space. <laughs> so perfect timing. I'll, I'm going to stick around. I can't wait to, I, I, I'd love to hear what you have to say. You're always, always bring so much value. I actually didn't catch, I, I didn't catch anything as we're talking about. I just got here five seconds ago. So Brannigan, if you want to, um, if you want to, uh, if you want to give me the, the download or if you want to do a separate, uh, episode one next week or in a couple of weeks, whatever, but, um, Oh, we, we had a great talk with, uh, Artemisia. She kind of went over her background. She talked a lot about the team. Uh, she really shared how she feels like this team is, is unique, at least among her experience of folks who have a lot of horizontal, um, what was the word, Artemisia, horizontal connection and autonomy and sovereignty. Uh, she shared a little bit about the rewards program, and then we did a, little, a deep dive into her, her clone. That was a lot of fun because I didn't know that backstory. I love that. I got to meet Jess uh, in person. I was just with her for the last three days at Camp the Crypt. And uh, and she's a genius. Yeah, uh, confirmed. <laughs> I mean, I knew that before we 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 got her into the team. But uh, let's just say that um, it kind of made me uh, it's, it it validated my thoughts uh, on where I, I I I with Mel and everyone where we envisioned the the rewards program to go when we first like imagined it a year ago uh, or less than a year ago, mind you. Uh, and uh, and so it's it's really good. And and you know what's interesting, guys. You know, pertains to Jess again. Um, everybody at Decrypt, like there was, you know, obviously some really good people we got to connect with, and it was an incredible event. It's very private; it's only fifty people invited only. It's very good, right? It's like there's like this very intimate uh, sense to it, and you get to spend time one on one with almost everyone, which is great. But everybody loved Jess. But most importantly, like it, they really got to speak to her and interview her on like the rewards program, and so they're doing a whole. Um, they really loved us, the Rogue Radio team. So there was Mike and Logs and Jess, myself, and they fell in love with us. And so they're making a whole profile on myself, um, like my whole like story from like 14 years ago to now, which leads up to a profile on Rogue Radio. Um, and so what's good is that they interviewed Jess as well to explain exactly what we're doing, the wars program and everything. And so it's going to be great. Um, I can already... I can already see the future is very bright uh, from that standpoint. And it's going to help elevate the project a lot, right? Because you have these tokens and whatnot, and you have the Ardow and Rug token and all this, and it's like really starting to, to take shape. So I've personally never seen um, the vision more clear than most recently uh, because it's finally coming into like, it's like materializing in a way, right? Through what Jess is doing. So it's really good. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Do you, Farouk, I got a question for you. Do you ever take a day off? <laughs> um, no. Uh, and actually, as a matter of fact, I'm looking at, like, I just posted in the Rogue Radio, like, holders chat. I just received, like, I got back from the airport and I had sent all of my podcasting equipment to my mom's because it was arriving this week. So she picked me up with all of it. And I'm at my house right now and I have the roadcaster, the mic, the headsets. I bought, like, tier like top tier podcast equipment so i could go and create even more content and do more stuff but no not really but the way i do it brian again uh which works for me is first of all like it doesn't first of all it doesn't really feel like work so it's hard to say if i take that off or not because like it's literally like a living dream and it's like amazing you get to work with amazing people dope community i mean you guys see me write about this a lot and i mean it's not fake i'm not putting an act it's literally how i feel and like it's it's just like it doesn't really feel like work because i feel like i'm really building my own dreams as well as as something really cool. So it never really feels like work in the first place. So I never wake up and I'm like, oh, damn it, like, fuck, I gotta do this. And I gotta call that person. It's like, oh, whoa, I got a call with fucking Ledger today. Or I got a team call with the 
twelve person team, or I got to call with that person. It's like, or with some top, top, top names, whatever. Like you guys will see that start, start, start flowing in the next uh, couple of weeks. Here, very exciting for us. But it's like, it's like that. And then for day off, off, because you do still need to dis- disconnect, right? Sometimes you need to get away from like this, like all of it. And so what I do is I take, I try to do sunday so the first half of the day so i usually don't work i mean tomorrow i'm gonna have to because my furok and show will be tomorrow especially because it's fine today but usually sundays i do nothing until like 4 or 5 p.m i go to my mom's for brunch every sunday and i chill and then i like light work on like planning the week and see what i need to get ready for monday because monday is our one of our heavy days we have have a, every monday at 12 30 i have a meeting with builder till one one to one thirty i have a meeting with our advisors 1.30 to 3, I have a meeting with the entire team, hands-on, mandatory meeting. And then 3 to 8 or 9, I usually have other meetings that line up for the rest of the day. And then now I have a night show. So I don't have time to focus on my week on Monday, right? So I have to do it on Sunday evening or else I'm going to, like, lose track. And my calendar and all that stuff. And then on Saturdays, what I do is I usually love uh, working the morning. So it's the opposite of the Sunday. So usually I wake up, I'll host, like, my morning, like, the Farouk End show, which is tomorrow. But it's only going to be Saturdays, 1 to 3 p.m. And when I feel like it. Like maybe it's a week, maybe it's every other week, maybe it's once a month, right? It's whenever I can get, I, I, I feel like doing it and it's going to be really fun. I'm aiming for four, you know, four times a month, obviously, but it'll be, it'll be harder. Um, and then in the afternoon, uh, Brandy, again on Saturdays is when I, I kind of like disconnect. I'll tell my girlfriend or maybe I feel like going out to a restaurant, see some friends, grab some drinks, you know? So that's how I do it. It's like almost like taking one day off, but over two half days, if that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Sorry, okay. Is anyone else? Yeah, go ahead, Tanya. Thank you dropping by. And, you know, um, Artemisia mentioned before the non-hierarchical, sorry, how I say it, um, ecosystem. And, you know, and the way that she sees um, talent in everyone and we, you know, it really comes across in Rug Radio that, um, you know, you guys really appreciate everyone and you see value in everyone. And, you know, the fact that you just pop by into this small Twitter space, you know, says a lot. And I really appreciate that. So thank you. You're welcome. I mean, no, thank you guys uh, for, for doing this. I mean, I, we got to elevate this one, especially because it's like arguably one of the most important ones. So we're going to do what we can on our end, right? I know it's new. It's like episode two. And, and I like that you're getting the team members on and getting Jess right now is actually pretty well timed because like with the whole rewards program is a lot of what we do. Like it is going to revolve, revolve around her work, which is extremely important and groundbreaking, actually. Um, and I love that the focus is on governance. Like it's not like, oh, come and. I know a lot of the early talk was like learn to earn and this to earn and the to earn models in Web3 and crypto is like, but I kind of like started getting like, um, like, I don't know about how I feel about just marketing and branding things that way. And so when Artemisia came in and she's like, I want to do learn to participate to govern. I was like, fuck me. This is like exactly how it should be done. And that's what it should be. Right. Because obviously people want to earn, but like, you know, these terms sometimes, they change over time. And I don't really like it, right? Because the expectations are, are weird after that. It's like this very transactional um, mindset. And so when Jess came in and she came up with the participated government, I'm like, hell yeah. And people were happy because that's going to push governance. And then people want to earn, they can earn and do whatever they want. But like, that's not the focus, right? Uh, and, and and by earning, I don't mean uh, a dollar value, right? I mean earning like uh, rewards, earning everything else that she's putting together, right? Um, and so, and so that's what it is, but yeah, and the higher art, don't worry, I can't even say the word myself, like hierarchy, <laughs> hierarchical, whatever the hell, um, type of thing. Yeah. I mean, 
like, yeah, like I'm aware I'm a founder and stuff and I have a vision that needs to be like followed up with. And like, I try to put everything into, into position. Cause like, at the end of the day, like I, it was my idea. Right. And then Mel helped me like put it into like, into like a structure and then put it out there with, with her ideas. And so, but like at the end of the day, like, like this is like our thing. And so it, 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 it that's how it's got to run. You know what I mean? It's like, I like to, to let everybody, it's like, yeah, we have these hands-on things. Yeah, we are not like a bros club in the back, right? It's an actual like fully running like uh, a company. It's a whole enterprise in the back end. We actually are extremely serious. It's like there's a lot of stuff happening under the hood, but it's more of a, I want people, I, if I bring people on, it's because I know they're the best at what they do, right? Um, or else they wouldn't be here. So it's like, it's full trust. So like when Jess came in, I told the team, I sent JC and Pat, I'm like, go figure exactly what Jess wants, how it works out, What's the cost gonna be? Give her, give, make her give me a game plan, and then I'll come in. And they took care of that. She made a proposal. She said, "This is what I want to do for social media, and this is what I do for rewards. This is how much it's gonna cost, and it's exactly the plan I'm gonna do for exactly the next three months, like that way." That's all I need. I read it. I like it. And then first month in, we have our meetings. It took just only one or two weeks actually to get acclimated to the way we work. Maybe one week, I think. And so, if not, right? And and then and then and now we're running. So that's kind of how I like to say it. it's like our social, like. I don't run our socials. I know there was a Reddit thread went viral saying Farouk's for puns himself. I don't run the social at all. It's actually not even one person because we found that it's not actually, it's, it was actually Amy that brought She's like, why are we trying to look, find one social coordinator when we could just have a bunch of people pile in and upload their content and we kind of organize it that way because it's much better and there's more of a decentralized vibe to it. It's not one single point of failure. It's just a bunch of people doing their thing, right? And so Jess and JC, so JC does all the like, you know, the day-to-day, -day, like, answering the GMs and stuff. That's him. And then you have Jazz going in and uploading the videos and helping Melina with uploading all the that content. And you have Jess coming in and uploading all the, like, the threads. And the and also, Jess actually makes the memes and, <laughs> and the jokes, like, the dance joke. I love that. That'll forever be the one I mentioned in my favorite one all time. But, you know, it's like, that's your approach, uh, Brannigan and Tanya. It's, like, more of a, like, let's just all go deep on this one big thing uh, because we're all aligned. And all I have to do is I'm just a maestro, right? Like it's like an orchestra. I'm just there saying, okay, now the violins go on and now the flutes and now the fucking piano and all the thing. And then once it all plays together in perfect symphony, you have this beautiful song uh, that is rug radio. That couldn't be more true, honestly. Like that's, that's literally exactly how it works. Like we all are you know, we're all the right people for the job. We all do the job. And, you know, Farouk and then also Amy, shout out to Amy and to Harry, who, you know, is Mr. Crisp on the Discord. Like, you know, they make sure that it's all happening. Like, you know, there is, um, there are, um, I guess you would call it redundancy in the system, making sure that everything's happening. Um, there's transparency and we're always communicating and it works really great. And I, I think that this is a great model for everybody. Like I'm really comfortable with it and I, I don't do well with people trying to manage me or, um, you know, because it's like, I don't need that. <laughs> you know, I do a much better job just being like having the freedom to bring my genius to the table. And I, and, and I say genius and I mean, everyone has genius, not that I am a genius, but that I have a particular thing that I love to give. I'm really good at giving. And, you know, I'm the best one to know how to do that. So, you know, just like opening that space for me to al allow me to do that is like what is allowing me to blossom and bloom. And also, you know, that's how I feel about everybody. Everybody has that potential. So um, everybody has genius to bring to the table. So, I But that's exactly model. it. 
And but that's how it works even early on with Mel Jess. Like, I'm not a crypto native. I don't understand token economic structure. I'm the media guy. You know what I mean? I'm the guy who can bring build this thing up and like bring a huge amount, amount of people to the to the platform. But I trusted Mel with it. I didn't know who Mel was. I actually didn't know if she was. I didn't know anything about Mel until John said, "Yo, she, this woman, she's a genius. She's gonna build it." And then we met. And then she built a structure. And it's not like I understood it exactly right at first, like day one. I didn't actually. It took me maybe. 40, 50, maybe close to 100 hours of talking to Mel and just breaking this thing down to really understand the full potential and wish I could play with it. And just every day I learned. So I'm like, Mel, I'll text Mel every week. I'm like, wait, we did this, but you're telling me I can do that because of the structure and the base system that we're put on? And it's like, yeah, you can. It's like, and as we have now these different streams of MIMCOM and as the, the DAO is finally getting up and running, as we have, I'm like, I understand now. You know what I mean? So it's like it's 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 similar concept. It's just like bringing the right people to the right thing, and then all I have to do is just adjust, right? It's like and it's allowing people to be like to be free within the company, all while still making sure that they understand that there is still need to do like this. It's not all like always happy go lucky. Oh, I love what you're doing. I'm part of it. It's like sometimes I have to say, yo, like this has to be that way, and sometimes I have to make sure that things are are being done. Remember, but that's why and then you have Amy, director of ops, Harry, junior ops. And so these, they have the people that are making sure that everything is moving. Like you could think that it's almost like we almost run like in the back end, like, like military in a way, but at the same time, not really. Cause it's not with not without the strict, like hardcore, uh, like intense. I don't know if the best example, but it's like, that it's like, we have this, all this, like all this, like organization and like the the follow up meetings are always Thursday for uh, five to six p.m. every Thursday hands on it's like they need like mandatory meetings you have to be there and so and, and then in the meantime it's just like we, we just run things really well in that sense and I think it's the best thing because as a founder in Web three like I always thought like versus Web two where I didn't have all I have now like have all these like the people that work with you with team members this you know this bigger thing right but it's like I feel like in Web two is like you have to work for a company and you you feel like you it's like a this sort of like it's like a rat in the flywheel. It's just like have to have to run the swing. That's the only thing you're allowed to do. Whereas now, like, well, guess what? Like Jess, she's building a rewards program and she's got her own little lore play thing going on, on the side. And then maybe uh maybe this person is doing that and then they have their own little thing on the side, like or whatever you want to call it, side hustle or something else that they're trying to trying to do and trying to build. But as long as everybody's aware of the mission at hand and everybody's actually doing the damn thing, then that's all that matters. So that's kind of how I see it. Um, but we are like, but don't, but don't, but, but don't let that um, stray away from the fact that we're actually like really on top of in the back. Like we, we really make sure everything's getting fucking done. Right. So it's like, it's, it's like the perfect mix of like of both worlds. And, and it's really a lot of fun. Exactly. It's actually more coordinated. It's more organized. It's more efficient than having like someone breathing down everybody's neck all day long every day like we're you know and that's what i love about it and that's what people don't realize about decentralized business and just decentralized teams it's not it's not it's not chaos (laughs) it's actually much better and much more efficient um and in fact i'm reading a book right now i mentioned earlier called uh radical enterprise which goes into how decentralized non-hierarchical companies and teams are a lot more competitive, a lot more efficient. And then they just kind of like take over whatever industries and markets they're in. Like hire is one of those. And then there's like this Dutch um, home care, home care, home, home health services. That's just like killing it. 
And there's no need for hierarchy. There's no need for, you know, somebody to come in and dominate and control and tell everybody what to do. It actually is less efficient and less organized. Plus people get tired, right? Like, I think like one of the big reasons, like one of the big, some companies, like people just leave, like I'm trying to have these people work with me for 30 years. You know what I mean? Like I was always, like, I had a mentor and I had like 300, 400, 200 employees. I don't even know how many business making a billion and a half a year. So, but in strict goods, right? Like nothing digital, right? But actual goods. So you have to manage 300 people. It's 300 families in which that you, that you, um, that you, you help feed, right? And, uh, and it's funny because, um, they had, they would always tell me, you see this employee is employee number one, been with me 40 years. You see this employee is employee number two, been like fucking 25, 30 years. And that was always the shit I like. Cause it's like, I write, that's one, that, but how do you do that? It's like still allowing them to like, exist within uh, what you're trying to do and so it's we're going to practice preach like uh in in web3 like for everybody to be kind of like their own platforms and instead of publishers and to kind of like be able to be have that freedom of creativity and to express themselves and i think it's the best way to run a to run a a brand and a, and a team uh behind the scenes and and making it fun like you should see when we see each other it's all like love like it, i was i just spent the week with loxley and mike and jess and it was like so much fun. even jess was shook jess was like wow you guys are really nice yeah, Jess. Um, okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, like, it's like that. And that's, that's how it should be or else. Um, why would we do this? Yeah, it was amazing to meet you guys. Like, I know you're nice, but you're also super professional. And so meeting you in a kind of social sense and kind of outside of work, kind of, in this really intimate camp, I'm like, wow, you guys are actually some of the literally coolest people I've ever met in my entire life. And Vanessa too. I shout. I shouted out Vanessa too because she's so amazing. I love her so much. <laughs> That's how you said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Thanks so much for coming by, Farouk. Really appreciate it. Anytime. We should do one of these. Uh, I'll jump on uh, in another episode of Video Hour, and and I'll and I'll do one of these. This is fun. I think it's great. Plus, you're recording them, so. It's good. That sounds great. Next week, I got a lawyer booked, a law professor who's coming on to talk about uh, the Howey test and securities regulation. That's that's something I think you've probably spent a lot of a lot of your time in the last year, kind of getting to know. Uh, yeah, a lot of time. But you saw the updates from Mel this week, right? I think it was yesterday. It was actually updates from Mike and Locks, but yeah, it was good. We're we're very happy. Yeah, that must have, I'm, I'm sure that was a big relief for you. Huge. Not that I was worried. I ever, there was not a single time where I was worried. But again, I'm not the one who built it. it was, it's always Mal. But, and she was never worried at all. But along the way, like, you guys have no idea, like, how many fucking times um, people came to me and were like, oh, this doesn't work. This is going to end up being this. Or that doesn't work. That's going to break the model. Um why do you have two tokens? Like, what is your two RC twenties? Your Yardao and Rock token. And have and you've seen it probably because you're very active in Discord. But it's like even behind the scenes, like it was always like this. Like, why are you doing this that way? Why are you doing that way? I'm like, listen, like, because we're not trying to build something that in 12 months uh, I'm gonna fucking probe by the SEC and have to worry about this and that and have to spend uh, six figures and fucking attorneys to fix this thing, right? Because we're actually trying to build something that's gonna work over a long term period. So we've retained counsel from extremely great people. This Freed Frank. We're gonna do a whole write up about it. So. Just hang tight uh, once we get a little further uh, and probably like an article and why don't just explain to people. Also, it's a good look, right, for people to understand and know that we're we're very taking this very seriously. And you know what? Like it is it is quite costly 
but the process is proper and and we have a lot of people like mike and locks were on the phone with the attorney uh on friday it was not one attorney they were on the phone with five of them uh so it's like we have a whole team uh of people uh and 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 we've always we've gone with the best like even it's funny it goes back to something my my mom used to tell me growing up and it was her father used to tell her it's like never go cheap on two people in your life your accountant and your attorney and so, and so it's like, it's been like, I don't know if sorry, I'm, in, I'm in business. It's been like stamped into my head. It's like, I, you know, we have to always be proper. So we took the time to do our due diligence. We interviewed three different firms, whether it's Deloitte or Frank, or there was another one. And so we really went through our own DD with the team, like Mando, Locks and uh, Kriak. They were all in the fucking meetings. It's a lot, right? And obviously these, they don't, it doesn't move like us, right? And not as fast as us, but it's like, Friday, getting the call, and I wasn't even on the actual call because I was hosting Gordon and Garga while they were doing the call. And then I got out, and they were told me, and I was like, "Oh shit, sick! Like this is like really good news, uh, and it's it's the validation we needed." And I was like, "All right, so now we can really go balls to the wall with everything we're doing even more." Yep. Well, we are going to be watching closely over the next couple weeks and months. Thanks, everyone. Oh yeah, it's going to be fun, Brannigan. I know. <laughs> I know. Let's go. It's going to be um, fun, yo. The next yo, the next few months, I'm just excited for Monday cuz Monday I'm going to like finish the month of October with a bang and I'm going to completely blow all your fucking brains out. And then November is already set up for us. It's where I'm already I'm in 2023 already. Uh and so it, but it's, it's like it's going to be fire. It's uh, it's fun. We're already working towards Q1. Like Q4 is almost like Q4 is like been planned and been done uh, on our side, you know. And then in between, there's going to be a lot of fun stuff. But, yeah, it's exciting. Very exciting. Uh, and I can't wait for your next episode. Great, Lena. We're here every Saturday, 4 p.m. Eastern. Patrick said if, if we deviate even a little bit, we're going to fail. So, so we're going every week, 4 p.m. Eastern here on our Down Hour. Thank you to everyone. Thank you to Artemisia. Thank you to Tanya for interviewing Thank you to Wagon, Wendy, Maboots, Farouk for showing up. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, reminder, you can now subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Music. And if you have any trouble doing that, let me know. I'm trying to make that process better. And we will see you next week, Saturday, 4 p.m., with law professor Brian Fry. So we'll see you then. Thanks, everyone. Let's go! We're going to jingle for this show. Yeah, we definitely do. I got to, guess what? I'm, we're already on that too. We're working with this music NFT project so that we can buy beats to be super native and then get every single creator with their own jingles. But I'm getting ahead of myself now. I wasn't really supposed to tell you all that. All right, peace. All right, <laughs> so let's go. See you next week. Thank everyone. you, Brannigan. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Tanya. And Bruce. Thank you too, Bruce Skiba. Appreciate you. Oh, and Dorothy Misa, thank you. Thank you so much for being here.